Hi everyone and welcome back to the amazing rewatch. We are here with season two, episode two. And we also have our very first guest today and we are very <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> our guest is our cousin Pete and he is the one that um, got us into the show. Yeah, we've mentioned him a couple times in the first season saying that when we were, it was all the way back in like 2008 and our cousin came over to our house to visit with some box sets of these DVDs and we just fell in love from then. So this is the the Pete that we've been talking about. So Pete, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. It seems like just the other day we started watching these shows and it's actually been kind of a long time now. Like a way long time. Yeah. <laughs> I was still in high school and I mean, it, it's crazy how long ago it was. But when we're talking about these episodes, like season one started in 2001 and we were already kind of late to the game on The Amazing Race by then. Yeah, we got a kind of a late start. We didn't start until, you know, several years later. Mm -hmm. yeah. What got you started on The Amazing Race? Like what made you hear about it first? I remember seeing advertisements for it and thinking, man, that looks like a really cool show. And then I remember when it came out, just watching bits and pieces of it. But back then, everything was live TV. So mm -hmm. if you weren't planning way ahead to be there, if you weren't the in your started, couch at Wednesday at 7 p.m., <laughs> yeah, you missed it. There was no, there was no DVR. TiVo wasn't there yet. You know, no streaming, no on demand. So you just kind of missed it. So when it came out, and I'd met, I'd. I'd seen a couple of episodes here and there of the next couple seasons, but never very much at all. And then I remember seeing somewhere the season one DVD set, and I was like, oh, i got to get that. Then I can just watch all of them be set. And, yeah. and I think they had season seven, the DVD set, also at the same time. And I think I just got both of those, and that got me started. I remember, I don't know if this is good to say, <laughs> but I do remember one of your seasons was not quite... Um, an it actual was a DVD purchased. <laughs> it was a burned I, DVD. <laughs> I purchased every one that was available to purchase, yeah. and the ones that weren't available, I did my best to yeah. get them, <laughs> to watch them. I would have purchased them had they been available for purchase at the time. Yeah, but we were so happy that you did that because <laughs> I remember borrowing them from you or watching them together, and yeah, those were, it was very, very fun, and it really was just kind of like our first, like, <gasps> This is our show. We're hooked on this. Yeah, it was so much fun. When did the family season? I think that was season seven. I th well, I thought it was season seven too, but I think it's actually season eight. Could be. And it aired, yeah, season eight. And I feel like that was like, we started watching between the, air the airing of season seven and season eight. Because then we watched season eight together, kind of in real time. We might have. Maybe, I don't know. We have lots of good memories about the family yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're talking it up so much and we're going to watch it now. And it, we're gonna be it's like, pretty general consensus online that nobody else likes the family season. Well, they haven't done another one. Since. Yeah, that must For a reason, say. Apparently. Um, but I, I enjoyed it too. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to rewatch it now this many years later and be like, why did I think that was such a good season? <laughs> or uh, why do people not think this is such a good season? <laughs> I think we'll like it more. I know. I know. <laughs> the nostalgia. Yeah. All right, well, let's start talking about season two, episode two. And the reason that we really wanted Pete to come in for this episode is because he actually 
lived in Argentina for a couple of years, and he's been to Iguazu, Iguazu Falls. Iguazu. Iguazu. Yeah. A couple Which of times, haven't you? Later in the episode. Uh, I've been there dozens of times, okay. actually. I, <laughs> so. <laughs> I actually lived in Puerto Iguazu, which is the city on the Argentine side near the falls for eight months. And we go about every other week. Nice. actually became an official resident oh. of Puerto Iguazu, so I could go to the falls for free. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to introduce you to Pete, and he has some experience of, you know, the place where they're actually at on this lake so we made him watch this episode and he's gonna help recap it with us and then this is where it always gets awkward (laughs) we're like so now where do we start (laughs) okay so phil starts recapping season or episode one and we have a little flashback of the grannies saying we have to make every effort we can to get there as fast as we can (laughs) i'm like well Mm. yeah it's a race (laughs) isn't that the whole point that's the point of this (laughs) And Tara and Will depart at 11.06 p.m. And their clue says to take the Zodiac boat and go to the beach. Which beach? Well, because their pit stop was on that yacht in the bay. Oh, yeah. So they have to go back to the beach and then go to a samba club. And my first thought was, like, they're leaving in the middle of the night. And this is one of the only times that they can still go get their clue in the middle of the night. (laughs) So that was lucky. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really different in South America, and I think a lot of places outside the U.S., when they start to party, they kind of get started at midnight or 1 o'clock, <laughs> and it goes till 3, 4, or 5 o'clock in the morning. That's just typical. Yeah, so, I remember when I visited Spain, we went to dinner at like 10 p.m., Yeah, and the club opened at 1 a.m., and we were there until like 5 a.m., I'm like, what is this? What they're, is they're on a different time schedule. It is so, it is way different. So yeah, when they actually, when they leave pit stops late, it's like, oh, well, they're all going to have to wait until 6 a.m. to open up. But it's like, oh, let's go to a club. It's still open for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. That was, that was probably not hard to find an open club. Yeah. Um, so when they get to the club, they have to find the samba dancer that has a headdress that matches the feather that they're given in their clue. It's like a red feather. And they have to go find this dancer that has the red feathers. And they have $200 for this leg of the race. Um, then the pastors, um, I don't actually know their first names yet. Cindy C- and Russell. Say pastors. <laughs> they leave at 11.34 and the twins depart right after them at 11.35. And the pastors get to the the club and they're not loving the vibe. The, or the, no, they're the like, clothes. <laughs> this is not our usual scene. So they're dressed up like... That's what they wear for Carnival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what they're dressed as. And that's pretty typical for that area. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't I don't really like this, but <laughs> let's just get in and get out is what she says. <laughs> Got to get out of your comfort zone on the amazing race. Mm-hmm. But also Tara and Will, they kind of have a hard time. Well, their taxi driver has a hard time finding this club. And Tara is not nice. They're so rude. To their taxi driver. <laughs> And she says to him, you suck. You really suck. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's, I don't know. But then it seems like they had the same taxi driver when they left the club. So it's like, if he sucked so bad, then why didn't you get a new taxi? So. Did he speak English? Maybe they were just saying that and knowing he couldn't understand them. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like embarrassed for people when they act like that in another country to their taxi drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were going to go to a club and you hated your taxi driver, I'm sure there's lots of taxis out there. Like, get a different taxi driver because they got the same one. And they kept, like, telling him he sucked. 
And then the one time Tara's like, don't even give him any money. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's not cool. So the clue that they get at the club is to find Pedro Bonita high above the Sao Conrado Beach. You could probably say all those words way better than I could. (laughs) Well, it's Portuguese, so it's different. Oh, okay, that's true. Pete speaks Spanish. And we're still in Brazil right now. Yeah. (laughs) Blake and Paige, Hope and Norm leave the pit stop at 12.19 a.m., and Chris and Alex are right behind them at 12.20. Mary and Peach and Danny and Oswald leave about 12.45, so they kind of all leave about the same time. Mm-hmm. Not long after that, Gary and Dave depart at 1.24 and Peggy and Claire as well. So they're all pretty close leaving this um, first leg. And then I did want to mention one thing. I think last episode I mixed up Peggy and Claire because I said that one of them has like the best attitude ever, but I meant the other one. I know it's not important, but I really wanted to <laughs> correct myself. It's hard to tell who is who yeah. for the first few legs. Yeah, especially episode two. Yeah. I'm still like, the pastors, I don't, I don't know who's who. Chris and Alex, I don't know which one oh, is yeah. which. I don't know. We'll figure it out, hopefully, <laughs> before they get eliminated. <laughs> they get to Pedra Bonita. What would that, what does that mean? What would Pedro mean? Is that a name? Pedro would be like a name. Because, okay. Like Pedro little... and then Bonita. Yeah. Um, they get the clue, and it's a detour, and the choices are freak out or seek out. And freak out is to take a hang glider off the side of the mountain, and when you get to the bottom at the beach, the clue is immediately handed to you, but it's first come, first serve. And seek out is you take a taxi to the beach and use metal detectors to find the clue in a mile and a half stretch of the beach, which... That's a long, that's a big area. <laughs> so, Pete, which one would you pick? Hang gliders. For sure. If yeah. you don't know Hands how long down. it's going to take, <laughs> you you go for the fast one. Yeah. Are you scared of heights? I am. I have no interest in doing skydiving <laughs> or bungee jumping or hang gliding. But if I'm ever on the Amazing Race, that is the You time. would do it. <laughs> where we would do it yeah <laughs> yeah if you did it with your wife Lacey, she would do the hang, hang she would totally do it she, that she's done her. skydiving and stuff yeah, right yeah. so yeah it's like you're gonna go on the race and know that you're gonna be out of your comfort zone you know you're gonna like doing some i know i don't know why people come on the race and then they don't dare do anything yeah like, why would you even be here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would definitely choose the hang gliding as well i if i heard metal detect on a one and a half mile Like, that's just crazy. And I feel like the only two teams or two or three teams even thought about doing that. And then they got down there and saw how big the area was. And they're like, yeah, no, never mind. Um, One of the teams, so the twins, as they were going up the mountain to get to the clue box to get the detour clue, um, the twins, they stepped out of their taxi. (laughs) And one of them, I don't know which one's which, like we've already said, his like foot got ran over by the car that's crazy <laughs> and he was like so nice about it <laughs> i know and then, like uh you just ran over my heel <laughs> literally and like oh his brother was still in the car it's not like <laughs> yeah, he was, was just <laughs> timing it a little too close to you know take off to his next yeah his, his next client yeah i did not i did not understand that yeah and his like his it, the cameraman got a really good shot of it he was like it went over the back of his heel. It took off his shoe. Like went over his Achilles tendon. He just like falls to the ground, and he's like, "All right, okay, <laughs> bye." <laughs> yeah. I, 
get mad at the taxi driver, but his reaction was so like chill. <laughs> Like, okay, that just happened. And... I think other contestants would have had different oh, reactions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, Will If that got... happened to Tara. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Tara, she opens the clue, and she asks, who was she with? I think she was with the twins, wasn't she? And she's like, do you guys want to go down the beach and work together and try to find it with a metal detector? And then her next voiceover is like, I never even considered anything other than the hang glider. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Well, they we were just gonna saw work together. you did. Yeah. I don't know why people think that they can get away with it when it's filmed and on TV. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't lie. We know. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that the last season, like the airport fiasco, and oh, yeah. Bill and Joe were like telling the like lie straight to their face, mm-hmm. and then later it's like, well, the the truth is in the middle. <laughs> it's like okay, not well, quite in the middle. We know that you lied. <laughs> And national television has proved it. I don't know what you were thinking. (laughs) Peggy and Claire want to get the fast forward. And this season, Phil explains the fast forward a lot better than he did last season. We weren't quite sure what was happening with the fast forward in season one. Mm -hmm. So he says that the fast forward can only be used one time. And once you use it, you can't use it again. So you have to like figure out when it's going to be the most advantageous for you. And so for the people in the front of the pack, that's probably going to be later in the season. But for the people that are in the back, they you want to use it right away to try to get ahead. And there was a few people that tried to go for this fast forward. So this one was they had to play volleyball on Copacabana Beach against a couple of professionals. But the professionals couldn't use their hands. They could only use all the other parts of their body. But the racers could use their hands. And they had to score 10 points. Yeah, when they were first explaining it, and like they ha- you have to score 10 points against a professional volleyball team. I was like, uh, that's going to take <laughs> forever. <laughs> but then they explained that they couldn't use their hands. It would still be hard, though. I wish they would have showed how many points the professionals got. I know. They only showed... Yeah, because I wonder how long that really took. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it would be too bad. But I wonder how long it really took and how many points the other teams scored. They, <laughs> they obviously were much better than them. I don't know, but I would be intimidated, but I think actually, so I don't know if we want to talk about this already, but I don't think I would have chosen to utilize my fast forward in this league because all the teams were really close together already and everybody was going to hang glide. So like everybody was going to stay really close. I don't know. What What do you think? Would you have tried to do it? Uh, I wouldn't have. Only if I was behind. To me, that's like a catch up situation yeah. or... Mm-hmm. Or something like if I felt like I was going to be at least in the middle of the pack, I would not use it. I'd no. save, I would save it. Also, last leg, most of the leg was in Brazil. And this leg, they're still in Brazil. So I would know that we were going to travel. And I wouldn't want to use my fast forward before a travel. Because you're going to get caught up. Because you never know what happened. At the easily, yeah. easily get caught up. Yeah. Anyways, about three teams try and go to the do the fast forward. The grannies show up. And they see that Gary and Dave and the twins are also there. And they're like, oh, we're not even going to try. So they turn back around. (laughs) And the twins totally uh, crushed Gary and Dave. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They had to go back and do the detour. Gary and Dave did. And I don't know which one is which of those either. Me me either. (laughs) One of them reminds me of John Lennon. (laughs) He he really looks like him, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't think of that. And it's funny that they say that their relationship is former roommates. They're not friends. 
Yeah. Don't get don't get that confused. We're not friends. We're former roommates. And they kind of said that on their like bio and their introduction. It's like we didn't even really like each other, and we don't get along still sometimes. But we can probably do this race pretty good together. Like yeah. they're not really friends. I don't know. It's just so weird. I wonder how they got cast. I would love to hear the decisions and discussions that went on as <laughs> they're casting. Be in that people. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary and Dave tried to do the metal detector first. Oh yeah. And they really quickly are like, um, no, <laughs> this is going to take way too long. We're going to go hang glide. Well, and Blake and Paige kind of had an interesting strategy because all the teams were waiting for like the detour stuff to open in the morning. So Blake was like, let's see if we can like call a hotel and see if they have a metal detector that we can borrow or rent and go find the clue tonight and then come back and get it like with when, when it opens. And I thought that was kind of a out-of-the-box way of thinking, but why did they decide not to do that? Well, they couldn't find a metal detector to borrow. Oh, okay. Well, then. The... <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. That was pretty, pretty good thinking. Yeah. I don't think I would have I... ever <laughs> thought of something like that. I don't know. Maybe, but. I don't know. I feel like I would be too scared that I was going to get a penalty if I did stuff like that. You know, like you have to do breaking with... the rules, yeah. but you're like. I don't know. I'd be scared. I'd get Maybe the producers told them no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't actually end up yeah. finding out what happened because they're like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't oh. think so. Okay. <laughs> I think that would have caused a little bit of an uproar with the other contestants. I don't know. I just think it would have been problematic. Yeah. Yeah. But it was smart. Yeah. Okay. So we get back up to the top of the mountain and people are starting to do their hang gliding. And the first team to do it was the pastors. And right away, you can see Peggy have, like, this look of dread on her face <laughs> when she sees what they have to do. They have to, like, get this running start off the edge of this mountain. And she's like, um, my legs aren't... What I can't she say? run. My, I, my knees hurt. My, I can't run. And so she's, like, really scared that she's not going to be able to do it. It does actually look pretty scary. I've never done anything like this before. And so you're on... I mean, the hang glider, and it's like you and then a professional. And it really is just literally off the edge of a mountain. That and would the, be scary. Once they run, they drop down like 10 or 15 feet yeah. and then go. And then so glide. it's like, oh, mm-hmm. did they make it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that they're probably like vetting these professionals and making sure that they're actually professional. I'm, I'm sure they're the best that can be found in the area. Yeah. It still looks so scary. I'd be like, how many times have you done this? <laughs> okay. How many times have you done this? <laughs> I It looks really scary, but I thought fun. it looked really cool. I'm not, like, super scared of heights. I think maybe that initial, like, step off of the platform would be a little scary, but it just looks really peaceful and yeah. pretty as you glided over the beach and the ocean and glided. Glide. Cloud? <laughs> no. <laughs> Glid? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> Up on uh, Frisco Peak, it's a big mountaintop um, west of Milford, Utah. They have a hang gliding ramp at the top. Oh, of really? That. And I've gone up there to work on towers, and I've sat at the top of that ramp, and I can't imagine running off the end of it and <laughs> and jumping. It's it's pretty steep, and you're pr- up pretty high. It'd be Ugh. scary. Yeah, because I, I don't say, like, oh, I have a fear of heights, but 
I don't think I've ever actually been in a situation where that has had to be tested. Because <laughs> I don't know if I have a fear of heights. I really have never. I've never been done high. Heights. <laughs> so I might get to the end of this ramp and actually be afraid of heights and not even know it. So maybe I'll find out someday when we're on the race. <laughs> This maybe isn't there like hang gliding and Draper too at the point of the mountain? Well, I do like. I haven't seen him up there in a long time. I used to see him all I the time. I saw him today when I drove well, up. Well, somebody really? died, so yeah. Remember? I guess they are still doing it. Then. Yeah. Somebody from The Bachelor. Yeah. What? But I think it's called yeah. like paragliding. Oh, is that not like the same gliding. thing? It's different. It's a different like parachute. Oh, they're more like sitting, aren't they? Yeah. Like and guiding. You can't see me, but I'm moving my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it does look scary. And I understand Peggy's concerns because she is, you know, kind of the slower one. And they do have to take a really running they start They have to go pretty edge. quick. Yeah. It seems like the guide kind of just, like, drags them anyway. So just, like, <laughs> yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. But she does it. And... It didn't look like her knee hurt very much. No. She did pretty good running off the end of that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt bad for Claire because Peggy was like, oh, we're not going to do it. And Claire's like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> Peggy. You know, she was like super supportive. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to. But you could see that she was disappointed. Because mm-hmm. they were going to have to walk all the way down the mountain, go to the beach, walk the beach with the middle detector. <laughs> and she's being supportive teammate. She's like, yeah, we don't have to do it if you don't want to. But she, you could tell she really wanted to do it. At the bottom of the hang glide that... All of the teams did. They get the clue, and it tells them. It says travel by bus to Argentina, which is over 900 miles. <laughs> that is a long bus yeah. ride. When I heard 900 miles, I was like, how long is that going to take? So I Google mapped it, and it was like 18 and a half hours by car. Mm-hmm. And then they told us that it's going to be like a 22-hour bus ride. That is a long bus that, ride. That's just typical. That's how people travel in south america yeah like the the bus stations were huge it almost looked like an airport and Mm -hmm. that's just not it you don't see that in america i've never i don't think i've ever been to a bus station in my whole life (laughs) (laughs) i traveled by bus in costa rica and yeah it was kind of like that like i get to the bus depot and it's like wow this is like a bustling place everybody rides the bus and it was just people were so comfortable doing it and i've never done something like that and it definitely wasn't 22 hours, but oh I don't know if I can do that. And it's kind of a crapshoot what kind of bus you're going to get because mm-hmm. you just don't know. Sometimes you'll get a brand new one, double-decker. and Nice and air-conditioned. Air-conditioning, and, and sometimes you get one that's on its last leg and no air-conditioning. and mm-hmm. Well, some of these ride. teams had buses like that because there yeah. was a couple breakdowns <clears throat> and flat tires. Yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before we move on to the buses, I don't know, was it the same twin that got his foot ran over that twisted his leg during volleyball? I think it might have been. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure. I don't know if anyone ever learns which one is which. Uh, They looked exactly the same. The same leg, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this guy... Is, did he get injured because of his ran over foot? Or... (laughs) Slowed it down. (laughs) My gosh. (laughs) Um, yeah, when, at the bus depot, everybody's kind of doing their best to get the best ticket and the best bus. Hope and Norm had got their... Well, Shola and Dween got the fast forward, and they thought they were going to be hours ahead of everybody yeah. getting on the bus. And then a couple of teams show up before they are able to... So they're on the same bus as everybody else. Mm-hmm. That fast forward took... That would be took... disappointing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd be so mad. I was <laughs> like, we did that for nothing. We wasted our fast forward. They at least get to skip the tasks at the other end, but 
still. Mm-hmm. Those three teams, so Shola and Dween, Tara and Will, and Chris and Alex, they depart at 9.50 a.m., I'm guessing, on a direct bus. And then there's a second bus with three teams that leaves at 10 o'clock, also direct. And then Blake and Paige go to buy their bus tickets, and Blake realizes that he does not have his wallet. He says the wallet. So do they get, like, a special wallet? Um, I don't know if they got it in this season, but I I know they get, like, a little pack. Yeah, like a, like a pouch seasons. or something. Yeah, I've seen I don't seen remember seeing that in this one. I don't know if that's what he's talking about or if it's some other wallet they brought. But apparently fell out in the cab. So they don't have any money, and they can't buy their bus tickets. So they have to, like, go beg for money. Yeah, they ask somebody who can speak English to write in Portuguese something like help us we're americans <laughs> we need bus bus money it's really lucky that they didn't have their passports in that wallet oh yeah always keep those separate yeah. i think because that would be the end of a race for them <laughs> and why would you even keep anything in a wallet of those like huge cargo pants that doesn't <laughs> not I would... the zipper part the part that doesn't zip he was like yeah. looking through i would it like was right here put something strapped to my shoulder like my chest or like a backpack or something mm-hmm because they still had to beg for money, the next bus, the only people on it to leave at 11 was Peggy and Claire and then Gary and Dave. And then they finally got enough money to buy a ticket. Then Hope and Norm show up at the bus depot. But they were like... They were like the first, yeah, doing the hang glide. They, I think they just had a bad driver, which makes a huge difference in this race. So they got on bus number four. With Blake and Paige. And that left at 2.30. So the fourth bus left four or five hours after the first bus but the first bus gets a flat tire and they all help change the tire but that probably took an hour or two i would guess i don't yeah, know i wonder how long i've took. never changed a flat tire on a bus before so and they said it was like one of the interior tires too so i wonder you if you have to like, like take tires. all the tires off yeah you have to pull both of them off to get it changed but i liked how everyone pitched in mm-hmm. they're like we're not just gonna stand here and <laughs> we're in a hurry yeah let's get this done i like i like that a lot and did you notice that um chris and alex called danny and oswald team cha-cha-cha no i didn't is that, that the first time they get called that? I, that's the first time i've heard it so <laughs> the, that's officially their nickname i guess is cha-cha-cha but i love danny and oswald they're I my know. favorite so far they they're are pretty quiet right now but they're nice and they're cute. I like them. <laughs> Another bus breaks down. The bus number... Oh, just the bus with Gary, Gary and Dave. Dave. And uh, So the bus company calls another bus to come pick them up. And it only takes 15 minutes for that other bus to come. And that other bus must have been fast because they got caught up at the end mm-hmm. by a lot. And now we finally get to Iguazu Falls. <laughs> they find their clues on a Jeep that says find... Makuko Safari Dock in Iwasu National Forest. So, Pete, can you tell us a little bit about Iguazu Falls? Because it looks amazing. I would love to go there. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my whole life. It's right on the border between Argentina and Brazil. And it's hard to describe how big it is without being there. Like, the pictures don't, don't do it justice. Iguazu is actually a word in a language called Guarani. It's an indigenous language that they speak in Paraguay, which is also pretty close by. Also, the word piranha is a Guarani word. It means devilfish. Iguazu means big water hmm. in Guarani. <laughs> 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 um, 
but it is super cool. Uh, I feel like they're probably visiting in the winter time because it's generally really hot there and there's more water. There's less water going over the falls in the winter. Oh. And it seemed like there wasn't quite as much water as normal going over the falls. Well, so it's even like a lot more of water. Of spray yeah. and more, more, uh, water so it kind of looks like, like a U shape almost. Is that, yeah, there's a great big part in the middle they call Devil's Throat. That's like the biggest part, and it's like a horseshoe. Okay. And all the water is just falling in there. Um, they have a walkway you can walk, go right out to the edge and stand on the edge of Devil's Throat, and that's just amazing. That's one of the coolest things I've ever done. Is it really loud? Yeah. Do you get like soaked? Um, I don't remember there because you're a you're on top of it. Mm. And other parts where you're down below, uh, you do get wet. There's walkways that go all over the place. Um, the place where they go to find the clue is called San Martin Island. It's kind of like an island, but it's kind of attached. It's weird, but they call it an island. <laughs> right in the middle of it, and you can go up and go up the walkways and get pretty close to some of the waterfalls. And mm. It was really cool. It was weird to see that on TV. Like, I've been up those steps yeah before i've been in those boats before and it was really cool to see it on tv yeah that's always fun when you're like i've been there yeah. i've been there so you said you became a resident so you could get in for free is it yeah. expensive no i don't i mean at the time i think it was like five dollars or something to get in it wasn't it wasn't anything expensive but we just had the opportunity to do it and we're like yeah let's do that how do you become a resident so we had to find two other citizens of Iguazu that would like vouch for us that we lived there. <laughs> they just had to sign a couple of papers like, it's like a library we promise they really do live here. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Seems pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I've looked for a, I think I've lost it somewhere. I've got to try to find that um, paper that says I'm a resident. So are you a resident of that city or a resident of like Argentina? Just the city, like, oh, okay. yeah, it would be a lot more work to get to, uh, to, to be a resident, a resident of Argentina of the, <laughs> of the country. So, could you take that back now and say I'm still a resident of this city? <laughs> if I find it, I will try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to take us there because it looks really cool. Yeah, I we go. should go. It's and you've been back awesome. again since then, right? Yeah, a couple years after I got married, I took my wife back, and we went and did all that. It was it was fun, and actually, when I was there. Before, the walkway that takes you to Devil's Throat was washed out, so oh. you couldn't you couldn't get close to the best part of the falls. Hmm. And then we went back; they had rebuilt it, and so I got to go oh, all nice. the way to the Garganta. <laughs> I think Argentina is one of the places towards the top of my list that I want to visit, especially South America. I think of all South America, I'd go to Argentina first. It looks really cool. I remember when you lived there. And I was probably, well, I was like only seven or eight, or maybe younger. Did you went in 98? Uh, yeah, I went down in 98. <laughs> I remember back in writing letters to you, and I wanted you to bring me a frog back from Argentina <laughs> so bad. I think I remember that. I was like, he's going to bring me, and I was thinking like a huge like bullfrog. I was like, wanted one so bad. <laughs> so I guess I should just go to Argentina and look for one myself. They have lots of those, lots of everything. <laughs> It's a great place. We should we should really go. Maybe Family that should be our vacation. trip. Family vacation. I know. For 2024. Okay, I'm down. Oh man, we have so <laughs> many trips in 2024. It's okay. okay. We can we can fit it in. 
Um, I saw here when I was doing a little bit of research that it's a UNESCO, you say UNESCO, right? Mm -hmm. UNESCO World Heritage Site and the largest waterfall system in the world. There's like 257 waterfalls, which that's a lot. It's everywhere you go, you go every corner, you turn, there's just more and more waterfalls lined up and it's mind boggling. And it's crazy. You can have like islands in a river. Like it's that big that you can have. Yeah. You don't have rivers that (laughs) The rivers in Utah are like mm, six inches wide. (laughs) Like a a creek. (laughs) Like I haven't seen something like this. So that would be amazing to go see. So I didn't do like research on Argentina, just Iguazu, because we didn't go very far in Argentina. Yeah. Well, like even the Amazing Race Wikipedia doesn't even say that they went to Argentina. It just says they went to Brazil. So. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were ever on the Argentine side or not. But I swear that parts of it looked like they were. That one route info said take 900 miles to Argentina. That's what it said. Um, When we get to Iguazu, we see again that the twins can go directly to their pit stop because they got to the fast forward. And I was wondering, do they even get to see the falls because their pit stop is in like a jungle tent area? So it's like it's in the national forest, but I don't think they. Do you go to the falls? So this is the worst fast forward ever. I know, you it missed that. You <laughs> You guys will have to track that to see which are the worst times to take the fast forward or get the fast yeah. forward. This might be the hardest the top to beat. Of the list. Yeah. They don't get to see the world famous falls and they're just pretty much they're barely right like in the pack five minutes <laughs> ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Really, it really sucked for them. <laughs> and they didn't win a prize. Yeah. I, I, w- I was surprised that they started giving prizes away for first place on episode one. I don't think they did it at all in the first season. No. Mm-mm. No prizes for first place in season one. They did, yeah, the first episode, they did give a prize away. And so we were like, oh, cool, we have the prizes, but... Yeah, I guess not every leg. I guess not. Yeah, so that's, that sucks <laughs> for them. They got their <laughs> foot run over, broke their leg... <laughs> And then they don't get it. <laughs> this was a rough, their rough leg for them. But they are still happy guys and just you know nice and happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to point out. Did you um, when Tara read the clue back before the bus ride? She called it Iguaca. <laughs> Go to Iguaca Falls. <laughs> no, I... it's just so funny to hear people try to pronounce things. There were quite a few uh, <laughs> bad. Bad pronunciations. Bad pronunciations Bad, of that word. Yeah. Translations. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Chris and Alex and Tara and Will get to the Jeeps, and they say they're going to follow each other because they're kind of at the front of the pack. Um, but but Will just, like, immediately drives away. And Tara is like, wait, wait, we're going to wait for them. And Chris and Alex are like, screw those guys. They said they were going to wait for us. We we're going to do it together. But they left, so whatever. They're not good people. And then Will can't even drive the Jeep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets stuck in first gear and he pulls over and he asks them, oh, can you guys help? We're in low gear. And Tara's like, oh, now you want their help? You wanted to pass them before. You're a horrible, evil man. Is what she oh, says. Oh, I totally <laughs> missed that. I didn't even hear the statement. And he says, shut up. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, no wonder they're separated. <laughs> I don't know how you dare ask someone for help after... After saying like, and doing yeah. the things that, that he's done on that leg. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, sure, now you want our help. Yeah. And I, just, I liked that Tara called him out because he really was a horrible evil man. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? The roadblock? Yeah. 
the roadblock clue says to like who has a great sense of direction it says you must have keen eyes and a good sense of direction and they have to take a speed boat through the rapids of the falls and spot a flag amongst all of the falls nothing exciting really happens (laughs) (laughs) they all just go and they do it and so the first ones to do it are tara and will and chris and alex and only one of them could do it because it's a roadblock um, but when they get to it, it says, um, drive yourself and then hike in the remote jungle to the camping spot to the pit stop. And I don't know, like we say, I don't know if it's Chris or Alex, but I feel like they're kind of flirting with Tara. Tara. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He's like, we get along. We have a good she's vibe. Like, she's cool. We really have like a good, good vibe. You know, I'm like, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> might be some drama here with Will and Chris or Alex, whoever it is. <laughs> so I think in this episode, Chris was the one that was wearing the bandana and Alex was in the black shirt. So Alex was flirting with Tara. Yeah. I don't know. He seems like a nicer guy than Will, so she should just yeah. end up with him <laughs> anyways. That's going to be like in the, the post-race trivia. Tara yeah. and Alex, Alex dated. <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like both of those teams are probably going to be there till near the end. So we won't know how, what happens to them for a while. Unless something crazy happens, which it does all the time. But <laughs> my guess is that they're both going to be top at least three or four. Yeah, they seem pretty strong. I don't remember who won this season. We don't either. <laughs> I thought I would we remember when I saw the teams. We barely remember watching it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know who gets out on these yeah. on these episodes. Like... It's been I guess it's been too long. But that's what makes it exciting. Like... Yeah, it makes it. <laughs> you're that like, ooh, much what's better. gonna happen? It's Our... like you're watching it for the first time. Yep. <laughs> Our forgetful brains are. <laughs> well, okay. There's 35 seasons. They all kind of run together. They and then they have the All Star seasons where it brings back some of the same teams. So you're like, which season is this? Yeah. The teams do this roadblock pretty easily they, there's not much going on so team number four to check in was mary and peach and then gary and dave i still i how did they get fifth place i don't understand because they were like the last people to hang glide they had a bus that broke down oh yeah they got real lucky i don't yeah. didn't they take a bus to um sao paulo first and then get on mm-hmm. another one, and that, I think that ended up being a little bit faster. Did it? Instead of doing the direct the direct one. I mean, <laughs> the direct one may have stopped more places along the way. Like, there there are a lot oh. of variations on these bus rides. Like, some of them stop So direct doesn't little... mean it doesn't stop. <laughs> they would stop in 22 hours and pick up people along the way. But not... Seems like it. Maybe not. I don't know what they to mean transfer. by direct. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but they check in as team number five, so they were pretty lucky because, yeah, they were going to do the sand thing and then had to climb up the mountain where the last ones to hang glide. It was, yeah. It's usually a bad idea to change your mind in the middle of a task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it doesn't work out well, but Especially it if they're, like, further apart like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're right next to each other, and if you change your mind, it's easy, but mm-hmm. that one they had to go to a whole different location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So then team number six is Cindy and Russell, and then Oswald and Danny. And then <laughs> uh, we also we have the grannies. Claire was the one who did the roadblock, and she just keeps telling Peggy, oh, we're last, we're last. Yeah. They're like, they keep saying that, we're last, and we know it. 
And so they walk up to the pit stop and they see Phil and they say, oh, there's Dr. Doom. (laughs) (laughs) And they see all the other teams standing around. They were like waiting for them to get there. So yeah, like, oh, okay. But they chicken as team number eight. It sounded like you said chicken. (laughs) Chicken. They're chicken. (laughs) They check in as team number eight. And they're very surprised. Yeah. And everybody's, like, cheering and hugging them, and everybody's really excited for them. It seems like all the teams really love them. Mm-hmm. They love them or they want them to be around at the end. Cause they yeah, they're they like, you need to be in as long leg. as you can because we can True. beat you. <laughs> True. Yeah, So, because we haven't seen Blake and Paige for a while now and Hope and Norm. And they were on that last bus. Blake and Paige got a guidebook from somebody on the bus and, like, copied some of the maps, which seemed to help them get there a little bit faster than Hope and Norm. Yeah, so it's things like that, like, thinking in between stuff. like Using how you can, your downtime. Yeah, how yeah. you can yeah. get yourself ahead, because... And that's their second time this... Like, they seem to be able to, yeah, like, like, really critically think about some of these things. They really want to play the game. Mm-hmm. And, like, last leg, Tara and Will found that friend on the flight who gave them directions in the city, and that helped them get first place. It's that stuff in the middle that really makes a difference sometimes that and I don't think about. It's surprising that people are, like, starting to do that this early, like in season two. You know, when you get to season 20-whatever, and you've seen all the seasons before, and you're like, okay, do this, do this, do this, and... You kind of watch what other teams do to, like, help with your strategy. But there's only been one season before this. So for them to be thinking like this already is pretty good. That is pretty good. The the first season, they didn't have any anybody to go watch no, before. Yeah, it was all brand, it was everything all... was brand new. <laughs> but these guys only had one season to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really loved Paige's bright yellow sunglasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we joke about the fashion a lot. The early 2000s. It was not a great time for fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they get off the bus, and Hope is trying to find a map and directions, and they kind of have a harder time, and Blake and Paige kind of already know where they need to go. And they get there first to get the clue, and so the people who are in the boat is Paige, looking for the flag, and Norm. And according to the editing, it seems kind of like neck and neck, but... Mm -hmm. Paige finds the clue first, and they get to the pit stop and check in as team number nine. Which means that Hope and Norm are the last team, and they are eliminated. And I'm very sad about it. I know, I liked them a lot. Yeah, I liked them. They, like, loved each other a lot. Yeah, they were so nice to each other. They were nice to everybody else. They only had good things to say about each other. Yeah, when they were going to do the hang gliding, Hope was, like, really scared. And Norm was so supportive of her. A lot of times when you have your significant other, like, they get annoyed of you when you're scared or something. Come on, just do it. Come on, let's go. But he was so nice. And she did it, and she was proud of herself. And then when they check in last, and they're just like, we love each other more than ever. And Norm was like, I found my girlfriend again. Oh, <laughs> They're just so cute. I'm sad to see him go. Somebody has to go. And I don't think that they were going to make it to the very end. They didn't seem aggressive enough to me, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they'd make it a little bit longer, though. Yeah. I thought for sure that it was going to be Gary and Dave eliminated in this lake. <laughs> but a new thing that we're doing this season is we're doing, like, the average. So, like, taking the placement of each team and then averaging it. 
So Hope and Norm placed fourth in the first leg and tenth in the second leg, so their average is seven. So mm-hmm. they went from fourth to tenth, which is kind of a that's a big jump. A drop, yeah. And <clears throat> I sounded like a sheep. <laughs> After being eliminated from the race, Hope and Norm wanted to organize a real-world road rules challenge type competition for like amazing race versus survivor cast members and it sounded like they you know it kind of got in the works but then it never actually happened what's road rules isn't it it's like on mtv isn't it yeah i think so some kind of game show like a challenge i don't think i have either but i think i'm too young for the real world and (laughs) road rules i know i never watched any of those but this was the age of like competition shows so mm-hmm. yeah this was kind of when a bunch of them got started they there's no social media listed for them i don't know what they're up to now i'm sure they're still together and still in love i i'd be really surprised if they were yeah they were probably in their like late 40s early 50s so they're probably in their like 70s now 20 years yeah and we hope that they're still alive that's that's the worst part is when you go into like the post race bios and it's like unfortunately so and so has passed away and you're like oh yeah because twenty years is that's a long time yeah, a people get old 20s. in twenty years mm-hmm. so no I think they're still alive and in love and active and having fun hope and norm if you're listening to this email us let us know where you are yeah. <laughs> what are you doing. We don't actually think that anybody that's on the race is listening to this yet. We're only on season two, so we're just getting started. But someday. So, Pete, where do you think that they're going to go next? I'm trying to remember. I've seen this before, but I don't remember. (laughs) Um, Probably Europe. They usually hit Europe at some point, though. I would say Europe. Sadie? I am going to say the Caribbean, just because they're still like in the Southern Hemisphere, and Europe is far away. So Maybe South Africa. That's kind of a jump across the Yeah, Atlantic I was going to say Africa, too. I I was thinking more like Northern Africa. But they did Northern Africa last season. Tunisia. So, I don't know. We'll see. So, last episode, we talked about who we think is going to get to the end of the season. Who do you think is going to be at the end? Oh, I think Will and Tara get pretty far. Mm-hmm. Or Will get pretty far. And then Paige and what's her brother's name? Blake. Paige and Blake. I think they'll go pretty far. They're they're a strong team. Um, yeah, the twins. I man, I wish I could remember because I don't remember I, if they get out the next leg or if they're in the final final yeah, three. But I, I feel like they should go far. I feel like they're a strong team. Who did we? I can already forgot what I, I said. I think I said Chris and Alex. Oh yeah, because they reminded me of Robin Brennan mm-hmm. and Robin Brennan won. So we have Robin Brennan and Chris and Alex are really similar. Frank and Margarita and Tara and Will are really similar. Mm-hmm. And they were the top two last time. So that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to be the top two this time. Who was the third? Uh, oh, Joe and Bill. Yeah. So Danny and Oswald. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a repeat of season one. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like this group of people for this season so far. I think they're already entertaining. And there's not as much drama yet as there was season one, but I know we're only on episode, episode two, two, so, so. <laughs> maybe it's coming. But I'm excited for the the rest of the season. I think it's gonna be a good one. You'll have to come back anytime. Yeah, when we have another leg where they actually get into the into Argentina, <laughs> <laughs> or we could have you back for another time. Yeah, too. just anything really. <laughs> so thank you for introducing us to the show because it's really been 
It's really been fun. And this new project we're doing is really fun. So, yeah. I think back, actually, and I'm like, I wonder if we actually would have ever watched it. Yeah, because, like, I, I've never watched Survivor. I never watched... Mm-mm. Big Brother. Big Brother. I never watched these shows except for this one. So, I really don't think I would have had it on my radar. Well, I'm glad you've liked it. It's been It's been fun for all of us. They just need to do a new family season, and we'll all be on together. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If we have four family yes. members. Oh, my gosh. That would be the best. Yeah, who would we do? How big... Us maybe two they and could him do... and Lacey. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good group. I think we could get pretty far. We would do well. <laughs> It'd be like your Cotopaxi race. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> if anybody is familiar with Cotopaxi, it's like a brand of um, like hiking equipment, gear, yeah. equipment, stuff like that. And they hosted a thing called the Questival that you did like challenges and things like that around the state of Utah. And when I heard of it, I was like... <gasps> We have to do that. So I called Pete and Lacey, and then my mom did it. And we just, like, drove around the whole state and did these fun things. And it was just, like, a taste of the race. Yeah, it and, felt like we were yeah. a little bit on the amazing race. <laughs> and it was fun. So it's just, like, I want to just, I want to do this so bad. It would be the best. And I am the proud winner of the Amazing Race Cozumel. You guys did that, too, when you yeah, went, didn't you? Yeah, when we went, we did, did it, too. Did you win? We did not win. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, we we did not win, but it was way fun. That it was is a blast. Fun. If you yeah. go to Cozumel, do the Amazing Race Challenge there. Yeah. It's it's it fun. It was way fun. Well, I think this episode is already like almost double what our usual time is. <laughs> I drug it out for you. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being our first guest. Um, make sure you guys all follow us on our social media at the Amazing Rewatch. You can also email us at the Amazing Rewatch at Gmail. And make sure you rate and comment on the podcast and share with your friends. Bye.